ಪ್ರತೋವತ್ತಂ ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಓಂತಾಂತಿ ಗುರುರ್ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಗುರುರ್ವಿಷ್ಣು ಗುರುರ್ದೇವೋ ಮಹೇಶ್ವರ ಗುರುರೇವ ಪರಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ we are in the second verse of this book in the very first one we saw rupam drishyam lochanam drak tad drishyam draktu manasam drishyadhi vrittaya sakshi ದೃಗೇವ ನೃಶ್ಯತೆ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸಸ್ ಆರ್ ಅಬ್ಸರ್ವ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಅವರ್ ಆರ್ಗನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಪರ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಅ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ದೋಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ದೇರ್ ಬಟ್ ಐ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ರೆಕಗ್ನೈಸ್ ದಮ್ because my organs of perception are 
inactive. So, with my organs of perception, I perceive the world of objects. Through the ears, we hear sound MP3, through the eyes, MP4, or which, whichever format is better. Through the nostrils, the smell, the taste, through the tongue and the skin, touch. So, various organs of perception, we receive a lot of data. And when they are active, we perceive the world outside. Without their functionality, the world of objects cannot be perceived. Sometimes, though the organ of perception is open, the mind is otherwise occupied. It happens a lot of times that something happened in your class and you have been thinking about it. Usually they are not that very stimulating, but that day something happened and you started thinking vigorously about it. And somebody on the other side of the road crossing over yelled out your name, waved their hands and you are looking straight not at them, but through them. Your eyes are open, your ears are also open, but nothing is perceived because your mind is not connected to the data which is received. So, the last time I had given an example that some many times I have heard people say that you know they have driven for 30-40 minutes and they reach their home and then they are suddenly at a, in a daze. How, how did I come here? What was on the road? I, I don't even remember a little bit of it. That's a scary thought. Because the mind was otherwise occupied into something else. That though the eyes were making a contact, they were seeing, you probably were hearing something. But there is no registration of it because the mind is completely off, tuned off there. Have you experienced such things when you drive? So, please give me your contact number and I will put it on the ways and whichever roads you drive, I will refuse to drive in them. Sometimes the mind is there, but the intellect has to be ready to analyze what data is being provided. Otherwise, we go through something and the intellect is not able to grasp what is being entertained or what is being exchanged. Then we immediately lose interest, we become bored because the intellect is not participating there. Intellect's job is to evaluate. Constantly the mind, the intellect's job is to evaluate. So, the intellect is the most powerful instrument that we have. The intellect observes the mind, the intellect observes the organs of perception, the intellect observes through these organs of perception the outside world. Dhi vrittayaha sakshi. Dhi, the buddhi is the true sakshi of all of these. So, we had seen this in the earlier shloka.
I had gone one step ahead that this buddhi's various convictions, ideas also can be observed, but we will come to that step later. Now in the second shloka, repeat after me. <coughs> Nilapita sthula sukshma Nilapita sthula sukshma Raswadir ghadi bhedataha How many of you are able to pronounce it? Do you want me to go a little slower? Raswadir ghadi Bhedataha Nana Vidhani Rupani Pashyet Lochana Mekadha His eyes, ears and everything were open. <laughs> the mind was otherwise occupied with the shloka. <laughs> right now what we saw there, that was a true example right there. Many of us do it internally, it became too vocal for him. <laughs> Through these two eyes, we perceive lot of details. Neela, Pita, different kinds of colors. Sthula, Sukshma, that which is gross and that which is subtle. Sthula, Sukshma. Hraswa Dirgha, that which is short and that which is long. We can see all these details. Sometimes when you go to somebody's house, there are these flowers on the center table. And these days, they make them so look like real. That when you really look at the real flowers, you want to now go test. Ye real hai? Are they really real? And when you do that test and you touched a petal or something and it comes and everybody is looking at you. And if there is a small kid who doesn't mind to blurt out things, dude. To recognize that it was real, do you have to pluck it out? I, I, I didn't pluck it out, it, 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 it just came. There was that to find, is it real? Because the fake ones also, they are making it with such dew drops on it and uh, with such reality to it. Our mind observes that. Many times when you see different kinds of cloth textures 
final thing is that you have to use your hand and then see through the texture and then feel it. But then many times because of your earlier experiences, you look at the cloth and you can pretty much tell whether it is cotton, whether it is satin or velvety or I think you can make that out, right? Your uh, what do you call the pullovers, what material is it made of? Fleece. So when you look at something which is made of fleece, without even touching it, you can tell that yes, it is made of fleece. If I look at a surface, whether that surface is going to be a hard surface or would it have some softness to it? So about a couple of months, a couple of weeks ago, we had a uh, singing group recording and there were a couple of them very new and the recording was happening in the other facility, Chitrakoot. There is a big hall there, Sanskriti Nilaya and it, it looked like you know it is all carpeted. There are two kinds of carpeting, one which has cushioning in it like the ones that you are sitting right now and the other ones which are just the carpet which is stuck on the floor, pure cement and it is just glued in there. This kid who came in and he saw that there was carpet and he should have felt it by his you know, toes and feet touching it, he just slammed himself thinking it was cushioned. And everybody was like, dude, do you not see it? That there is no cushioning in there? And I was like, now I know. So when you can even see it and perceive if something is hard, something is soft. And definitely when there are people standing, you can tell who is short, who is tall. What kinds of colors. There was one particular photograph that threw me off. I still can't get it. You know that one which was circulating quite a bit. Gold and white and blue and black. I still can't get it. There are people who swear by it saying that it is blue and black. And there are people who swear by it that it is gold and white. And there is a reason for it that there is that range in which the eyes can only perceive a certain shade of it. When you go to the doctor, they do these uh, color blindness tests. Have you ever gone through that test? So they said, can you see something here? So there are numbers in it, there are forms in it and they are like, they stand out if you don't have color blindness. If you have color blindness then it is like a blob of color. You can't see the difference. So through the eyes, Neela Pita, you can see colors. Sthula Sukshma, you can identify that which is gross, that which is subtle, short, tall, dirgha, hraswa, nana vidhani rupani, pasyet lochanam ekadha. With your eyes, you can see all of these details almost at the same time.
Now what happens after seeing this? Though we perceive all these differences, I am perceiving them without being affected by those differences. If I see something orange, do I suddenly become orange? If I see something black, do I suddenly become black? They are only perceived. The perceiver doesn't get impacted by it. Otherwise, it will be funny. Like you see something and those qualities are acquired. Then you can try your luck in the X-Men movie next time. But they, they show such qualities. That you see something and uh, there is one, I don't know, it is X-Men or some other. Wherein that fellow can touch a surface and his skin adapts to that surface. Where was this? X-Men, right? And there was one more, I think it was also in Marvel series. That he touches metal and his skin becomes metallic. The same guy? Okay. What's his name? Okay, I forgot. Okay, fine. So imagine if that were the quality that you see something short and you suddenly become short. You see something long and suddenly become long. Oh, it would have been so much fun that you see somebody in a nice uh, shapely six pack, nice and suddenly you become that. Now nothing of that can impact. I also heard it. These differences are seen, perceived and yet they don't impact the one who is perceiving these changes. Now continuing the logic, the next page. <clears throat> Andhyamandhyapatutveshu Andhyamandhyapatutveshu Netradharmeshu chaikadha Netradharmeshu chaikadha Sankalpayenmanashrotra shrotratva Sorry, Sankalpayen Manashrotra Tvagadau Yojatamidam Andhya Mandhya Patutveshu Netra Dharmeshu Chaikadha now all these differences, all these details can be perceived if your eyes are healthy. I have started sporting this uh, glasses just recently, about what, a year? Yeah. 
when I would see my cell phone or read this fine print in this book, I had to have a more distance like I was having these unusual headaches. So I went to a doctor. I thought I was a very blunt person. This doctor was 10 times uh, more blunt than me. So she checked for five, 10 minutes and then she looks at me and says, so you just turned 40, huh? You are getting there. And uh, yeah, I turned 40, but you don't need to rub it into my face. <laughs> it happens. Your eyes get bifocal by the time you cross 40. So I said, what do you mean? You are both short sight and long sight are messed up and we will fix you. So until then, I was having a problem with the even now when I am sleeping and somebody calls, it's quite, my glasses are somewhere, the phone is ringing and I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to read that number. Then when I put my glasses on, ah, now I know who you are. And mine is very small variation. I know of people who have such powerful lenses that they wear, that you remove that and they can see only a, there is no details that can be perceived. I know of a person who has like minus 18, minus 20. So I removed his glasses and then I asked him, can you see me? I said, he said, I can see that a silhouette of you in an orange blob. <laughs> I can't see any features, I can't make out if you are smiling at me or uh, laughing at me or uh, there is a smirk on your face, I can't tell those details. Andhya Mandhya Patutveshu Patutva Something which is very sharp, that you can find those details with such keenness. Now some of these, many of these teachers, I find them that they have this internal vision that you give them a paper, you've, you've worked really hard on it, they'll just flip through and suddenly they'll take their red pen and then say, what is this? They have not even gone through the whole thing. They found a spelling mistake, they found a, a, something which is not uh, rightly written. And you give it to somebody else, they would read through it ten times and say, this is good. Because they have not paid that keen, sharp attention in it. Similarly, when we try to perceive it is the eyes and the sharpness of it. That's uh, some people who are blessed with that sharpness that they can see those minute details. Mandya, I just explained that when your eyes become dull, 
your perception is not that clear and those people who are andha andhatva is those who are blind these are the qualities of the eyes the eyes are sharp or the eyes are dull the eyes are blind andhyam andhya patutveshu netra dharmeshu chaikatha this is the uh, nature of the eyes through these eyes and its differences who is it that is perceiving if you cannot read well there's something inside which is telling that i am not able to see clearly you may have amazing vision like we were at a camp and uh, we were playing uh, what do you call the ba- ball that you throw at each other dodgeball we are playing dodgeball and we just to spice up the game we had like multiple balls flying all over the place and this fellow poor he jumped to catch it but then from the side he was not ready he got hit you know who i am talking about yeah he got hit by it and then it got pretty badly hit so he had to be taken out i was concerned the way he was walking so i reached out to him and i said are you okay i think i am okay but i can't see properly <laughs> what happened the ball hit him so hard that the, the, the equipment is shaken up that it is not able to find a focal length but you are aware that i had clear vision and now i am not having that clear vision who is aware of these changes in your vision we casually say i am aware of it who is that what aspect of my equipment is able to decipher that i am able to see properly i am not able to see properly i am completely blind so we play this colors holy have you all played you should come to the holy celebration when is it april 25th you should come to the holy celebration and for these little kids uh, little rascals boy their target is me the moment they get colors colors are issued first thing they are searching where is this fellow it's not like i'm running away i'm available but they come ah and throw that into my face into my ears into my nose everywhere so this little kid i saw he was coming with lot of enthusiasm a lot of inspiration so he had a whole fistful of that color and he kept running towards me with that you know grudging look at i will have you this time 
I said, I am not running away, boy, come slowly. <laughs> but the angle with which he was coming, it was certain that his head would hit into my stomach. The speed with which he was coming, he was not, there was no brakes there. So worried, I was like trying to hold, take that impact. And in that whole commotion, this color from that angle went straight up like this. So I could smell the color in my lungs. My teeth, tongue, there was like a lump of uh, dry powder that hit my upper palate. And the worst was, it went into the eyes. I was like, <laughs> up until that moment I had clear vision. I knew something like this is about to happen. I'm trying to stop it. As they say, you cannot stop inevitability. And that kid angle was so perfect, it went straight into my eyes. I could not see for a moment. And when this dry powder hits your eyes, usually anything else, the water, you know, it's immediately flushes out. But so much of dry powder, there is not enough uh, wetness in the eyes and they were like kind of glued in, stuck. So I can, uh, like for that few moments I was like blind. But who is aware that I am not able to see any further? And because of that color I washed it there was this permanent red color of my eyes. And people were, nice color. <laughs> this is not the color that is stuck there, it is that, you know, the reaction that is happening. When the eyes hurt, who is aware of that, that the eyes are hurting? Let's take another example of another organ of perception. When your nostrils are clogged, you know, these sinus, uh, what do you call those, pollen allergies, and you have completely clogged. Sometimes when I'm cooking and I ask somebody to taste, it's all blocked. I cannot taste, I cannot smell. Who is able to be aware of the fact that that faculty, that particular instrument is not functional through which I am aware of the entire world, world of smell, world of seeing. But there is something inside which tells me when I am blinded, when I am not able to see, when I am not, uh, it's all very hazy or at that moment when it is clear. Sankalpayen manaha shrotra tvagadau yojjatam idam. The mind, so when in Vedanta we use the word mind, it is different from when we use it in 
day to day language. So let me bring you to that same page of understanding. In the outside world, when we use the word heart, when somebody said something or when your dearest friend is leaving or you thought you were in love and that person said, no, we cannot continue further. Jab dil hi toot gaya. When you realize that you have been dumped. Something happens. Kuch kuch hota hai. In a colloquial language, interactive language, we say that it is heart. When we have to bring a focus and apply ourselves to resolve something, work on something, finish our uh, or study into our exams, we say, put your mind into it. That is the normal usage. But when we use in Vedanta, that which is colloquially called as the heart, we refer to that as the mind. And that which has to be focused to grasp is called the intellect. So what is the difference between the mind and the intellect? Both mind and intellect are nothing but they are made of the same thing. It is the thoughts. Both the mind and the intellect are made of thoughts. But the textural difference in both of them is how it is applied, how that thought gets applied. We get to understand if it is a mind or if it is an intellect. Any chemistry students here? No one? Okay, up until your 12th grade, did you study chemistry? Cool. Have you heard of the term called isomers? You have? Good. What is an isomer? Uh, one at a time, please. Who goes? Okay. Same molecular formula, but different structural formula, right? Its structure is different. It looks similar. <clears throat> when do you know that it is different? When you apply it into some kind of a chemical equation or when you use it, one reacts in one way, the other reacts in completely other way. Similarly, the thought texture decides whether it is mind or intellect. What kind of texture are we talking about? So, I will give you the qualities of mind first. That thought is called of a mind nature, <coughs> which is of the seat of emotions and feelings. 
that where we perceive emotions and feelings, those thoughts are called mind, first one. Whether it is joy, whether it is sadness, whether it is anger, whether it is jealousy, whether it is love, compassion, all of these feelings, that thought is called of the nature of mind. The second attribute or quality of understanding mind. When the thought structure is in such a way that it is constantly indecisive. Should I go to today's satsang or not? It's about you know 545, 6.15, 6.30, I'm still thinking. Should I? Should I not? In a Shakespearean language, to be or not to be. Whenever that fluctuations are happening, that kind of thought is called a mind. Should I eat this or should I eat that? Constantly fluctuating. But once I decide, you know what? Today I decide that I don't want to go to satsang or I want to go to satsang. Either way, you have made a decision. When there is that firmness of decision made, that kind of a thought is called the intellect. Am I making clear? Because many of you are hearing it for the first time. So, it may be weird to comprehend it because it is not the same language that you normally use in the regular day to day world. If you have any confusion just raise a hand and I will go over it again. So far are you on the same page? So when the mind is constantly fluctuating and it is not able to decide that indecisive nature of thought is called mind. The third one which is the most important one is mind functions in the realm of known. What am I having in my hand? A box of tissues. What am I having in my hand? A pillow. A bottle of water. I have shown you things and you are able to name them. You know it is round, orange in color, do you know what I am talking about? Sun, okay, an orange, a basketball, what else? What? What did she say? Meet me afterwards. 
No, I'm not saying it out loud in the mic. <laughs> so I give you something to imagine, visualize, and your mind is able to grasp what it is. And if I had added one more attribute to it, it tastes sour. So your mind can visualize, mind can function in the realm of known. But if I ask you a question, have you ever eaten Damadaka Duchi? Have you guys eaten? You have grown up in this country, right? And still you have not? The texture is little weird, but the taste is awesome. What was the first reaction that you had as soon as you heard Damadakaduchi? What is that? Everything is made up of something or the other. And it's not something real, it's just some word which has no meaning made up. What else came in your mind? See the questioning pattern is, what even is that? Is it even real? See the questioning, the mind has never experienced or heard of this material called Damadakaduchi. If it was something that was already experienced, your mind would have already grasped it. But that which is not in the realm of known, unknown, when the, when the thoughts are of investigative nature, to understand, to grasp, to decipher, that kind of thought is called an intellect. That which functions in the realm of unknown. And it is of decisive nature, that is the intellect. But both of them are nothing but thoughts. So the mind is the seat of emotions, the intellect is the seat of decisions. The mind is fluctuating, the intellect is firm, decisive. The mind functions in the realm of known, the intellect functions in the realm of unknown. The mind gathers all the data, but it does not process the data. Who processes the data? The intellect processes it. But since many of you are from the new age education, there will be one burning question in your heads. Then what is the difference between brain and mind? I like to put it out in this way. Brain is the hardware 
and the mind is the software. Does it make sense? Because I don't know what I have just said, but if it makes sense, I am fine with it. Mind is the physical thing, the, sorry, the brain is the physical thing, the mind is subtle which functions through that brain. So here, when it is said that all these different uh, details of the outside world is perceived by the eyes, but the differences of your perception in the eye, whether it is dull, whether it is not able to perceive or it is perceiving it sharply, there is someone who is analyzing it, someone who is aware of the functionality of the eyes. Sankalpayen manaha, that who is aware of these aspects of the organs of perception and action is called the mind. That is why when we usually when we want to interact or go out and do something, you know let us go out and play ultimate frisbee. No, today I do not feel like it. Can we go watch a movie? Now who is it that is responding? It is that mind which is able to perceive its organs of perception. Today my limbs are not in a condition that it can run out and do something because yesterday I did a 10k. My limbs are sore. I would want to relax, maybe watch a movie. So, who is able to perceive that soreness? The mind perceives the organs of perception action, the ability, the deficiency and the functionality of it. Sankalpayen manaha of all organs of perception action. Shrotatvagadav yojyatam idam. This is how the whole function of perception happens. Just because something is there, I cannot understand its presence unless my organs of perception are able to receive the data. Even after receiving the data, if the mind is not available, then that data goes completely waste. The mind is not there. Like you are lost in your thought and from sitting from here I can tell if somebody is paying attention or somebody is playing around or somebody is lost in a thought. Sometimes I have the habit of calling them out. So suddenly I look at them and say, so when this is what the mind is, how should the intellect be? And suddenly caught off guard, like, what? Come again? Can you say that again? Where was the mind? The sounds were being received. And if you look at it from my angle, usually when the recording happens, it is me on that. I feel many times that I should have the camera and capture all the expressions. Sometimes when they are present and their mind is completely off, oh man, they are expressions to watch. 
and the tough part is not the watching after watching it that i should not be laughing i should not lose it i should maintain that poker face and still continue without getting distracted <laughs> understand that blank look that physically they are here but mentally they have gone off if it was a classroom environment i have the habit of throwing something at them to catch their attention you no there is nobody like that i'm just giving an example because the mind is not there to grasp so the organs of the field of objects the organs of perception should be available though the organs of perception are available the mind should be connected and be ready to process that which is being received so much are we on same page then what does this intellect do that we will see next week om shant shant shantihi हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम